Hey there, friend, and welcome to Feed the Beast podcast, building a powerhouse brand, the show for wedding industry business owners who are ready to build a brand that's as bold and as badass as they are. I'm your host, Rebel, the designer and system strategist at Linear Creative, a design studio for ravenous business owners ready to encage what's on the inside. Each week, we'll dive into the practical tips, strategies, and tools you need to create a memorable brand that attracts clients begging to get on your calendar. We'll share actionable, bite-sized advice on cultivating a personality-packed brand and creating purposeful website design. But that's not all, because building a successful wedding business requires more than just a pretty website and a catchy logo. That's why we'll also be discussing the systems and best practices essential to creating a streamlined and elevated client experience. When you've got a rock solid brand, website, and backend processes, there's literally nothing that can stand in your way. Whether you're a wedding planner, photographer, event venue, makeup artist, caterer, or any vendor in between, this podcast will give you the insight, confidence, and clarity you need to stand out and make your mark in the industry. So get ready to feed your inner beast and unleash your full business potential because we're about to make your wedding business an industry powerhouse. Are you ready, friend? Let's hear your roar. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first episode of Feed the Beast podcast. I'm super excited that you're here. This has been a long time coming. I've been wanting to start a podcast for so long, and I allowed outside and internal factors get in my way, whether that was life or business or just my mental demons getting in my way. I you know, told myself, this isn't for me, or people wouldn't listen, or whatever the case might be. If you think about it, I've said it (laughs) to myself. So I'm just glad I finally got to the point where I was like, you know what, this is something I want to do. And so we're going to do it. So I wanted to start off this podcast by taking a moment to tell you that if you have been thinking about starting something or pursuing something, maybe upping your prices or changing, you know, the direction of your business a bit. This is your sign. This is your permission to do that and to not be afraid and to get out of your own way. So the first thing I want to talk about is why I want to start a podcast. And I think the first thing is And the most important thing is that I really wanted a way to connect and provide value to my audience. Um, One of my driving forces in my business is definitely being able to kind of work alongside my clients and other business owners and help them build something super epic for their business and get to be a part of that business's success. I feel like with the podcast, it will really allow me to meet you guys where you're at um, and be right there beside you, no matter if you're dropping off the kids or you're on your way to work or making dinner. I feel like I get to make that impact wherever you are, and that's really what I desire most in my business. So whether you end up working with me one-on-one or you just consume my content 
or maybe um, have worked with me in the past, getting the opportunity through a podcast to continue to empower you, um, give you the confidence you need in your business is seriously what I live for in life. I think when I have those super impactful conversations with my clients or friends or even family about you know how to improve their business or their life is really what sparks my joy in life in general. And so that obviously plays a big factor in why I wanted to start a podcast. Um, because I feel like it's the most consumable and allows me to be very passionate. And secondly, I think the reason why I've thought of doing a podcast for so long is because I felt a super big disconnect from Instagram for so long. And I could probably create a whole podcast in and of itself about Instagram and how my relationship with Instagram has not been the healthiest. Um, by any means. And I think that a lot of us can resonate with that. But I think the stubbornness in me and the pressure that people put on you to have to show up all the time, to be consistent, to know the right things, to have this perfect strategy in order to grow, just really did not sit with me very well. And it prevented me from having this freedom to create and show up in my business and that kind of thing. For me, it just kept leaving me disappointed because I have a very logical brain. If you didn't know, I actually graduated college with a math degree. So I'm very analytical. I love numbers. I love logic. And for me, things need to have a system and a place. And so the idea of creating spontaneous content and having no purpose behind that seemed pretty useless to me. And it just would never click. And so, you know, I'd get this spark of inspiration and I would post about it. And then I would end up being very disappointed because I'm not posting consistently. Or I finally was proud of myself and then ended up, you know, it busting and nobody even saw the post or whatever that looks like. And it was just this very unhealthy mental state. And so I was like, okay, how can I kind of systemize and um, provide this content that I want? And I was also looking at other reasons why I was not posting. And I realized that another big part of why I wasn't posting on Instagram is because I'm very passionate about what I have to say. I'm very, I can go on tangents (laughs) for sure. And when I would think of this, you know, really good idea for Instagram, it would be from a place of passion and a place of, oh, I could really provide some valuable content about this certain subject or whatever. But then I would be restricted to, oh, you have to make it a caption. It has to be digestible. It has to be simple. It has to be small because reality of Instagram is that it is a short 
um, attention-grabbing, quick consumption platform. No matter what we want to look at it as business owners, it is a, it's started as a social platform and you have to use it that way, right? And I get that. But for me, I think I was so passionate and had so much to say that I would get paralyzed by having to condense what I wanted to say into a small, you know, story or into a small caption or whatever that looked like. It just ended up paralyzing me from posting at all. And so after looking at, okay, I'm feeling disappointed. I don't want to show up. I can't create things spontaneously. There's no purpose. There's no rhyme or reason. And I have more to say than what I could put in a single post. I was like, oh, a podcast would be the perfect solution for that. And, you know, being able to have this free space to create what I what I want, I can have a space to educate and share my thoughts and my feelings and all of the elements that I am passionate about, I can actually express it because it is a longer form piece of content and people don't have to set aside time to read the post or watch the stories because podcasts can just be running in the background. It all made sense for me to really put my focus into podcasts. So that's one of the reasons why I'm here. And then the last reason is because at the end of the day, I'm a talker. (laughs) If you know me personally, you know that I love to talk and it's the best way for me to express myself. It's how I work out my feelings. It's how I think through my ideas, process through my ideas, and kind of process my my thoughts, right? It's how I get through situations. I have to vocalize it. I am an avid journaler, um, and that's my nonverbal, verbal way of getting my thoughts out there into the world. Um, because if it's stuck in my head, it will live there forever and I just have to get it out. And so verbalizing it is the best way for me to do that. And so since you know I wasn't connecting on Instagram, I wanted to provide this connection and this value to my audience. And I'm a talker. It felt like podcasting was the no-brainer solution for me. It's definitely going to be the way that I can feel most authentic to myself. And when I think about serving my clients and helping them with useful content, it a podcast is definitely the way to go. Um, I've just allowed myself to get in my own way for so long. And I think that as business owners, we tend to do that quite often where, you know, we allow outside things or personal fears get in our way. And there's got to be a point where we're like, you know what, if we want this, we're going to have to just push through that. And I think I finally got to that point where I'm like, okay, this is the time (laughs) we're doing it. So here we are. So what kind of content can you expect from this podcast? Obviously providing my best tips, tricks, advice, resources, all things, branding, websites, and systems, because that's obviously what I do in my business, Linya. But we'll also cover things such as marketing or entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and even my life experiences. Specifically, I'm a bride right now, and so I am experiencing from the consumer's perspective 
everything in the wedding industry and I have some thoughts and some feelings and I think that we can get carried away when we are the business owner to get in this tunnel vision that we forget about our clients and so I think that's really important but I will also have the occasional guest appearances from other industry experts and other service providers and give you their own insights and their own experiences that can make it even more valuable. The ultimate goal for the podcast is to find this middle ground of providing super valuable, tangible content while also providing a super safe space for being honest and real about business and life and the realities of things without all of the bullshit that can typically come with people who are creating podcasts and want to appear as if they have all of their shit figured out. And that just will never be me. (laughs) I will never sit here and pretend to be somebody that I'm not for the sake of pretending like I am worth your time, right? I won't sit here and give you all of the buzzwords, pretend I'm super corporate-y, and make you think that I am worth your time solely for the fact, oh, I said these buzzwords, or oh, I can bring you 100000 per month in sales, and then never give you any actionable advice until you pay for something, right? I just, I'm so over that and I do not want that to be our space here. I just want it to be um, relaxed and authentic and obviously valuable at the same time. So we're going to try to find that medium ground. And I think that that is where the name came from, right? So at first glance, the Feed the Beast podcast seems very kind of like in your face and not standard to begin with, which in and of itself makes it different than I feel like most other business podcasts. Um, And it can typically have like this negative connotation as feeding the beast typically refers to kind of like feeding inner demons or giving into pressure or just giving in. And yet for this podcast, I want it to be kind of, there's more than meets the eye, right? I'm meaning for it to feed the beast, like provided the tools and resources and um, the safe space for it to be fed and to absorb everything in order for it to be a damn beast, right? And your business to run well and to do crazy, great epic things. And so I really love that it provides this kind of duality or this two two sides to each story scenario. And I really resonate with that. I really feel like that is true to my core and true, true to my business. I resonate with this because I am this person. I am this dual person. I am both super competitive, but I'm also super compassionate and I love people but I'm also very strong-willed as well, and I don't let people run all over me. I grew up playing sports, and so I have had to learn how to embrace my feminine side as well, and that that's okay to have these two sides to me, um, and to embrace that. And you know, I love Jesus, but I also cuss a little bit, and that's okay. 
I'm also a Gemini, so that also probably makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, but I think we all have a two sides to the story. Um, and I think that we can allow that to be presented in our business as well. And I definitely take that into my practice of my design. And it really, truly brings me so much joy and so much passion when I'm able to fuse these personalities that feel like they don't go well together and that they can't coexist. Um, you know, fusing these personalities with these styles really brings me joy. Like I had a photographer who was super bright and bubbly and very smiley and all those kinds of things. But then their style was very like bold and moody and they wanted to hit this luxury market, which typically has this more like polished and more neutral aesthetic Um, And they wanted to kind of bring some life to that. And so we found a way to mesh those together. And it just brought this super unique and powerful brand to life. So I think with this podcast name, it was just so perfect. It was laid out in front of me. And you know what? It is different. It is different in the industry. It is punchy. And reality is, is that's just me. And going back to how I'm going to approach this podcast to begin with, like creating this safe space of being honest and real, like that is me. And that's also kind of represented in the name. So now that we got the podcasty things out of the way, you know why I wanted to do podcasting, what you can expect, and where the name came from. I really wanted to end this podcast with some valuable content for you. Um, and kind of share with you my ultimate non-monetary goal um, of not only my podcast, but also of my business, which is providing you with the confidence you need to pursue your business and giving you the resources that allow you to build that confidence. Um, And so I wanted to address four different things that Specifically, are branding websites and systems associated because that is what I, you know, what I'm familiar with. That's what I provide my clients with. So that's what I'm most familiar with. So I wanted to give you some ways that you can build your confidence when it comes to that. But then I'm also going to give you actionable items that you can implement right away. So the first thing is understanding the why of why you're doing this business to begin with. So one of the things that I really, really love about what I do is getting to know you as a business owner, but also as a human being and seeing your passions and, you know, why you are doing this big business thing and, you know, watching your passion and your uh, love for what you do kind of reignite. We really dive into understanding where you want to go, who, you know, is running the business, right? Like who is this person and why are you doing it? And when you have that clarity of who you are, where you want to go, why you're doing this, you're going to have a clear 
path and understanding of where you want to go. So when you're thinking about business decisions and you're thinking about what you prioritize, new offering, how many sessions, if you're a photographer, you're going to take on or how many weddings you're going to do, you can back all of that up by understanding why you're doing your business. And if it's not in alignment, then you know that you aren't going to pursue that. And that can give you confidence in knowing that like, okay, I know why I'm doing this. I know where I want to go and I'm confident that I can provide you with the services in order to get me there. So that's the first thing. And the action item for this is that I want you to write down your why, make it easily accessible. So put it on your, I have it on my laptop screensaver. I have it super branded and all of that on my laptop. So it's easily accessible and then make sure to put your end goal there so that you know where you are going towards. If you have that end goal in mind or you know that future goal, let's say, maybe it's not an end goal. If you know where you're wanting to go, the life you're wanting to build, refer back to that when making business decisions so that you're confident in raising your prices because you know in order to get this life, I need to raise my prices a bit. Or maybe, you know, it's, I want to provide better services for my clients. I want to have the super, maybe you want to have a team, right? And in order to do that, you need more experience and more like hiring on associates and all that kind of thing, right? So write down your goal, make it easily accessible, and then make sure that you put your vision right? Your future vision easily accessible so that you can see why you want to do this and, you know, the vision for your brand. So the second item is providing you guys with a brand and website that looks good and communicates your expertise. So this can really, really help your confidence when you strategically build a brand and a website that are connecting you to the brand and connecting you to the website and it really authentically represents you and what your passions and your love for the business is you'll actually be inspired to use it and share it and tell people about it so if the brand has meaning and purpose it's going to allow you to feel confident that you know what the hell you're doing, right? When you're able to understand and communicate your expertise and the things that make you different by the way, you know, your branding looks or the way that your website is um, communicating, you're able to confidently stand by the things that you say. Like you're able to say, I know that what I'm providing is worth it. I know what I'm providing is unique and it's special and it sets me apart. And so you can confidently say that like, yeah, I know that I can provide those services for you. And I know that I can do these things because you subconsciously feel better. If you don't love the way that you're looking, right? Like, If you don't love the way your brand looks and feels, you're not going to share it, right? The saying goes, look good, feel good. You find confidence in knowing that the way that people perceive you 
is positive. When you are confident in the way that you look, you hold yourself different, you strut your shit, right? Um, And you want to do the same thing with your branding and website. You want to be able to strut your shit and, you know, walk into a room and say, look, I know, I know that I look good. I know that I'm looking fire and I know that I can provide you with the things that you're wanting because I'm confident in that and I've invested in that and I've invested whether that's time or money into making sure that the way that my brand and website looks and feels and communicates is in a way that's authentic to myself, right? And so what action item I want you to take for this point is to audit your brand and website and make sure that it feels authentic to you. Make sure that your website communicates your expertise and what makes you different. Make sure your branding um, is not just what's trendy or what you found somewhere. Take a look at it and see like, does this tie into me and into my style? Um, And if it does, then great. And if it doesn't, then look into, you know, other ways to make it, make it feel like you, whether that's investing in a designer or whether that's, you know, taking another look and taking a day, take action on that. Um, The third item is all of the templates and systems so that you can actually show up. One of the biggest things when I'm working with my clients is that I really want this process to be thought of as a system more than just pretty things, more than, especially when I do custom design work, I want people to have the goal in mind when they are working on their brand or their website or their processes or their brand experience. And one of the things that I specifically do for my clients is really trying to provide templates along the way. So whether it's branding templates like for Instagram stories or it's blogging templates for when they're going to put more blogs on their website. When you've got templates and systems in place, it allows you to show up more because you're not having to overthink it. So you can confidently say like, oh, I've spent time to create these templates and now I can put them into the world and know that they are on brand. And then when you show up consistently or you show up more, you show up confidently because you don't have to think about it. You haven't gone into a spiral of like, oh, I don't know what to post because I've been thinking about it for the last hour. And now I'm just putting up something and like, I hope it responds well, but I'm not really sure because I'm not confident in it because I've spiraled down this long hole, right? So My action item for the templates is simply to make a template. Um, Start maybe with one or two Instagram stories and go from there. If you're a photographer, make a editing cue template. Whatever you can to minimize the amount of mental capacity you're going to use. That way you can be more confident and know that you don't have to think about it when you go to show up. And so you're kind of more fresh and more excited about it versus if you were like, okay, I need to post about this thing again today, but I want to make it, you know, unique and pretty and on brand, but I don't know where to even start, right? Well, if you start with the template, then you don't have to think about it when it comes to actually doing it. 
And the fourth thing is talking about the systems and automations when it comes to your backend processes. So that's another very big part of my business. And I am so obsessed with it. And I think it's like the secret sauce to finding confidence because when you build the systems that really take care of your clients and you know that you're providing this high-end, elevated client experience, you have the confidence to not only provide your best work, right? Your best services because you're like holding yourself accountable almost. You also feel more confident and more validated in upping your pricing, right? So again, it's a reality that when you look good, you feel good, right? When you are providing this beautiful on-brand system and experience for your clients, you're going to have the confidence that you're providing them with a good service and that you feel validated in the amount of money that they are investing in you. And you don't have to sacrifice your life to do this. <laughs> you can definitely build the life that you want um, and you know, not work around the clock in order to have a better client experience. By adding in certain touch points, um, you can make things automated and it really gives this, again, this confidence of looking good. Because reality is your brand is more than just a logo. It's the interaction with somebody from the moment that they hear about your name to when they book with you. So if you have a on-brand website and an inquiry stage and how you're communicating to them when you are emailing them, when you send them a services guide, when you welcome them on. All of these points need to be on brand. And when they're on brand, you'll feel like you're giving this super elevated um, experience, intentional experience. Again, it'll allow you to feel validated with how much work you're doing for them and like in return will help your services be better right it'll allow you to focus more on your work on your creative work because you're not worrying about the systems right especially if you are setting up automations correctly you're not worrying about those so that's a big big part of my business that I think um, a lot of people skip out on and it's something that we're definitely going to address in this podcast. So I'm super excited about that. But what action item I want you to do today is to update your pricing guide to be on brand and to really showcase your personality and your expertise on that pricing guide because that is one of the bigger first branded touch points that your clients will interact with you on. All right, and I think that that concludes all four items that I wanted to discuss. I talked about four things that will help you feel confident in your business. The first was understanding the why behind your business, because if you understand your why and where you want to go, it will keep you on the right path. The second was providing the brand and website design that looks good and communicates your expertise so that you can show up with confidence, knowing that when you look good, you feel good. Three, having the templates and systems in line so that you can confidently show up 
to your audience and do it in a way that's also on brand. And then four, having the systems and automations built in so that you know that you're providing your best work every time and providing that high-end client experience for your clients. If you are listening to this, you have officially made it all the way through the first episode of Feed the Beast podcast, and I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. If you found anything valuable from this podcast episode, I'd love to hear from you. Go ahead and send me a message over on Instagram at Linya Creative. Let me know what you thought of it and maybe even what you would like to hear in a future episode. In next week's episode, we'll talk all things deep cleaning your backend processes with actionable things that you can work on right away. We'll talk about four different areas. If you want to get a head start, you can download the Spring Cleaning Business Edition worksheet that is over 70 ideas for you to clean, organize, or refresh in your business. You can find that link in the show notes below. So until then, stay fearless, friend. I'll talk to you in the next one.